I love lipstick, but like it can be such a pain in the ass sometimes. For example, I always have to make sure I wipe it all off right before I suck your dad's First thing you need to do is stick two fingers inside. Make sure to touch it gently. If it's too wide, you can always use three fingers, but make sure to get it nice and wet before rubbing it down. Now you know how to clean your cup. Got a text from my ex the other day, said he missed me. I said, I'm sorry I can't talk right now, I'm at a funeral. He said, oh my God, who died? I said, my feelings for you did, bye fucker. I do not know what you are talking about when you say you have FOMO. Never in my life, I do not have FOMO, I have faux poo fear of participating unnecessarily. Hey, stop. Before you throw away that CD or DVD, did you know that it can be used as a shaving mirror? But what about the hole in the middle? Oh, that? That's so you don't have to look at your butthole. You guys know that saying that's like, mama didn't raise no bitch. My mom did. My mom raised a fucking cunt. Sex before marriage is a sin. Unless you do it doggy style, because all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> Follow me for more biblical loopholes. Hey. Hey, Dad. Yeah. Am I gonna have glasses like you and Clark? Probably. Honestly, I have an astigmatism, and it's hereditary. They think so. You have a what? Have he a... said he has a astigma balls in. You understand where you're grounded, right? Yeah. Why? Because the best jokes are the ones that get you in trouble. If I could say anything to my 13-year-old self, I wouldn't, um, because I don't talk to losers. I have a question. Is it? For fuck's sake or for fuck's sake? Like, should I put an apostrophe to show possessive? I guess the question would be, is it for the sake of all fucks or for just this fuck in particular? I, I don't know. Let me know because I'm at work trying to send an email and I want it to sound professional. guys welcome back to a hot mess podcast okay first of all ernesto is it fuck's sake or for fuck's sake or for fuck's sake and i know you don't swear yeah. so you could tell me either one or two is it for fuck's sake or for fuck's sake it's the first it's it's no there is no possessive see and i think the opposite i think it brings a little more drama I'm like for fuck's sake like <laughs> I no i got yeah, I, I guess. I mean, it, it, it could you be used either way, but I love that. I love that clip where he's just like, yeah, I'm at work and I just want to send the proper, you know, I want to send an <laughs> I wanna, email at work. I want to be professional. And, yeah. <laughs> Ernesto's like, for fudge sakes, guys. Mm -hmm. For fudge's sakes. <laughs> no, it's for fudge sakes. Okay, fair enough. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of a Hot Mess Podcast. It is Monday. I hope you guys are enjoying we all day. We already, I mean... It wasn't even like 20 seconds in and a butthole was already mentioned. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. We I just found to. that clip hilarious. So I think every single clips, like every clip needs to have like a little bit of a butthole in it. Something. Something. Also, like, mom, mama didn't raise a bitch. She raised a cunt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So true. I, I let the kids listen to that intro because I wanted to see what they thought. What'd they say? As teenagers, what did they say? Oh, they thought it was hilarious. I mean, they love. Yeah, they love of my course. Clips too. They they love my intros. Yeah, yeah. My did daughter you, was did like. Did you realize though that one of the clips was repeated? What do you mean? 
one of them was repeated in another episode. Which one? I don't remember exactly which one, but I'll tell you after. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't repeat clips. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to find it because my ADHD ass is like, I've heard that before. Mm -mm. Yeah. Pretty sure. Anyways. Guarantee it isn't. <laughs> Guarantee. Oh, Jesus. Well, we hope you guys are enjoying your Monday. We're going to get into a little bit of true crime today because Ernesto, we kind of talked about it before. Ernesto's like not super familiar with some of the stuff we're going to talk about, but I think that's kind of cool because then I can get like an outsider's perspective, especially since you don't know the certain case or whatever it may be. Yeah. But the first one is... And I know everyone knows about Casey Anthony. It's, you know, it was been a huge thing. She um, got arrested for murder in her daughter's case. Mm -hmm. And she was, I believe, three years old. Her name was Kaylee. Mm, yes, I think so. Yes. And this happened back in 2008. So it was a while ago. I remember right. this being a huge thing. It was like. Well, yeah, well, I, I remember it like real OJ time. I rem yeah, I remember it real time, you know, like, you know, when it happened. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. How did you feel about it? Did you think that she was guilty initially or? Oh, I knew she was guilty initially. Yeah. yeah I just knew. Yeah. So the reason why I wanted to bring this up was because she came out with a new docu-series. She came out with it? Well, she, she, she was the one that wanted to do it, but she didn't have full, like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like she had reins on everything. Yeah. There was other people that came in and like, you know, kind of helped along with right. it. But she really wanted to get her quote unquote voice heard. Yeah. And, I have no interest in watching it. Yeah. And I initially wasn't going to, but I do always think there's two sides to every story. And I think that's kind of how I've always been. And this docuseries kind of confuses me a little bit. So there is new stuff that has been brought to the table. If you guys haven't watched it yet, I'm sorry. You can stop this now. It's going to be a little spoiler alert. But um, it goes most people, in... Most people who want to watch something like this will have already watched it. Yeah, and it's been out for a little bit now. It's newer, but it's been out for a little bit. But um, so basically, essentially now she's blaming her father for it and not her. Mm -hmm. So she said that she's been innocent this whole entire time and that she was brainwashed and manipulated by her father. And she said that not only did her father rape her constantly from the age of eight to about 12 years old, but her brother also did certain things to her as well. Now, this comes down to conclusion as to, you know, is she a pathological liar and she's saying all these crazy things yes. or was she really manipulated and, you know, became this certain person that the media wants to deem her as that's hmm. the question. But I mean, coming from someone of sexual abuse and, you know, a form of control, I do get that now in my personal opinion, do I think she still did it? I kind of think so. Yeah. I kind of think so. Do I think that she had a really hard life and kind of shitty parents? Well, mostly the dad. Yeah. But I think that she also was 19 years old and wanted a different life than what she had. In my own opinion. Mm. But I know people are going to speculate for sure. Right. For sure. Because there was that thing where they said that 
she didn't report her daughter missing for 31 days. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. And then she was partying and, like, doing all this stuff, right? There was, like, pictures of her out and drinking and, you know, doing all these kind of things. But now she's saying, and her old best friend came out and said, well, these pictures that they were posting in the tabloids were pictures from her 21st birthday. Like, they weren't pictures from those 30 days of when Kaylee was missing. So, like, things weren't constantly adding up, which I thought was kind of crazy. But it makes you second guess everything. Mm. Makes some people second guess everything. Yeah. Doesn't make me second guess it. I I still think she's guilty. Yeah. So, what they were saying initially was that in the court case documents was that she either like gave something to her daughter to make her fall asleep and then suffocated her or whatever. But what she's saying now, now she's switching it and she's saying that she was laying in bed with Kaylee and her dad was the only one home and she woke up and Kaylee was missing. And when she got up, she had like ran out of the room and her dad was holding Kaylee in his arms and saying that she drowned in the pool. Wait, and what? That, yeah. Yeah, that's see? What she's, yeah. That's what she's saying now. She's saying that Kaylee was missing. And she thinks that her dad essentially raped Kaylee and was trying to cover it up and drowned her in the pool. No. See? I, 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 yeah. But then Casey was saying that the ladder wasn't even on the pool. So that. Kaylee wouldn't even be able to get into the pool. So there's no reason why she would drown. So then he had told her, the dad's name is George, told uh, Casey everything was going to be okay, that Kaylee was okay, and that he was going to take care of it. Mm. What do you think about that? No, I I, I don't don't know. It's just, the thing is that it's just, how long has she been sitting on this i mean again that's true it's been 14 years no it's been like 10 2008 14 years it's been 14 already yes i know math yeah leave me alone (laughs) no it's been 14 (laughs) yeah it's been 14 years and i just uh you know for it to come out now i mean there's there have been plenty of opportunities to 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 you know i'm sure people would have wanted to interview her and i know i actually i know she's had been she's had opportunities for interviews since then and for yeah. it to come out now no i'm sorry i was just i i i call bs yeah yeah i don't know i i don't really know what to believe at this point and you know i'm not trying to say that she's innocent by any means I think that she's a pathological liar and and certain things, but I do believe that she was sexually assaulted. Oh I yeah, do I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't dis. Yeah, that I yeah. that I believe. But again, you know the way she describes things in the docu series is is kind of intense, and the way that he would like come into her room and manipulate her and say, "Oh well, don't say anything because mom's gonna get mad and this and this and that." Like, I do get that. Mm-hmm. So it's like. She said the whole time when she was, you know, dealing with this whole entire trial, she was still trying to protect her father, who was her abuser. Mm, no. So it makes you question. And Ernesto, I know, I know your beliefs, but you know, and and I know you won't watch it, but I thought the same thing. I was like, you, I was like, fuck this bitch, like she killed her daughter. 
But it was like, when you start looking at more of the other shit, it's like, ooh, well, who knows? I think that the dad had a lot to do with something. I, I don't whether, know. I, see, whether or is, not, I, like... I'm not saying that the dad didn't have something to do with um, with maybe helping conceal it or, 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 or yes. you know... Yes, there's something. Contribute to why she was the way she was, but that's still, that's still I don't think, and I can't... I'm sorry, I, I won't buy the fact that... Um, that she that something happened other than the fact that she did kill her daughter yeah i i i, I can't i can't get past that point yeah did the father have something to do with her upbringing to get her to that point sure i i, I don't i don't i can't deny that yeah. usually it, that is the case in most um uh, in, in most situations like that where they did have a very bad and horrible upbringing i won't deny that but again to come out 14 years after the fact to say uh you know i don't know i i just can't i can't i can't see that being the case it, it, you know i can't see yeah. that this is kind of like a reach now it's where she's just she's sitting there going well what else can i do what else can i say to try to get some garner some sympathy but do you think that she needs sympathy after all of these years like uh, she needs it no but does yeah. she want it sure yeah does she need it? I, I, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't know if she needs it, but I mean, again, I mean, listen to listen to how you listen to you. You thought one thing, and now now some now you're questioning things. Yeah. So yeah, this is this was that that was kind of that's the kind of the whole idea of that is yeah. just to sit to set doubt into what. Yeah, because uh, she she never mentioned like the you know, molestation and all that kind of stuff in the trial. And she said that she was so terrified of her father and, you know, never brought it up. And that's a lot of victims, you know, that do the same thing. No, I, I, I didn't I either. You know, I didn't, I didn't express to my parents, you know, that I had been raped for a lot of years. Yeah. And uh, but you also weren't on trial for murder. No, I wasn't. That's the thing. It when it's something that. like that, and I, I, I'm sorry, but I'm sure her lawyers probably combed through like every aspect of her life. She would have said something to someone. She said she didn't even tell her, no. her See, attorneys or I, anything. I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't. I, I don't buy it. Yeah. 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 So that's the new docuseries. If you guys haven't seen it, um, you can check it out if you are interested. But um, yeah, it just kind of like made me think a little bit more about certain things and definitely question do i think she was perfect no not by any means i mean no one is but i do uh, think hello that... i'm kidding <laughs> i do think the parent i always thought the parents were wackadoos even back then like 2018 2019 i thought they were fucking wackadoos they were the ones that were doing so many different interviews while she was incarcerated and they were making bank just yeah that, i mean their story they loved that shit too well, yeah, they were eating up the 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 pub, you know, the publicity, and yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate that that uh, that they took advantage of that by going out and doing all these interviews and getting paid to 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 speak at you know on talk shows or other other venues that they can speak at. It sucks. It's horrible. They took full advantage of that, and that's just you know that's ugly. That's an ugly thing. So then how come you think now if they took so much advantage and loved that attention on the media, but now when she, this docuseries comes out and she's accusing him, he's silent. For someone who's so honest and has so little, to, has so much to say, now he has so little to say. What do you think about that? 
you know, when they were talking about her, it was just about her life and the kind of things that happened with with her. People were were kind of they would question, you know, well, what was you know, why why do you guys think and what was the upbringing and all that stuff. So they questioned they were they were questioned before, but now the spotlight is on on dad. So of course, dad's not going to talk. He's not going to speak up. I mean, he will probably eventually start saying something. But I hope so because I feel like if someone was to accuse me of rape, I would be like. Where's CNN? Like, give me some cameras. Like, let me tell my story because I knew it wasn't true. But silence shows lies. You know what I mean? Like, you not speaking up about it just shows that you're potentially lying. No, he, um, I mean, yeah, I don't doubt that there was probably something going on there. But I mean, I don't know if it's to the, uh, to the effect that she's explaining now. Because yeah. again, that would have been something that would have come up. A but long again, time ago. she said that she was trying to, you know, prove that, you know, she came from a good family and it was a perfect family environment. So I do. I get it. You know, I don't I don't I don't think the lawyers yeah. would have allowed that. I don't think the lawyers would have permitted that. Yeah. The, the, her lawyers would not have, uh, you know, they would have done anything they possibly could to make her seem like she's she had no control. She had no they would have done absolutely everything if they, they would have. They, I, I'm, they, I guarantee they combed through her life. Yeah. Um, to find anything to be able to use to either deem her uh, unwell yeah. or, you know, to prove her innocent. Those are the two things I yeah. think those are the two different scenarios that a lawyer would go for. They would go for the fact that either she was mentally unfit uh, and she needs she just needs mental care. She needs mental health care. She doesn't yeah. need prison or she was innocent. Those are the two things they wouldn't have gone through that. They wouldn't have gone through that any other way. Yeah. As far as this is, that's just my assumption. I'm not a lawyer. I just, I just, think I just play if, one on TV. Right. <laughs> I think that if I was, was Casey Anthony and I, you know, I did murder my child and, you know, I spent three years in prison and went through the trial and then got off when it, you know, it was done. I wouldn't speak a word the rest of my fucking life. There's no, yeah, there's, I wouldn't say shut. shit up shut so like up, why dude. is she doing this again if that's the case you know like maybe that's a full narcissist like who knows maybe she, uh, it's a narcissist pathological way of thinking who knows you know it's like oh i had so much attention for the longest time and now all of a sudden like no one's talking about me anymore so let's make this docuseries to have people talk about me again i don't think it's about the fact that she needs somebody to talk about i think it's just that it, it is a money grab it is a money grab. Yeah. Now it's just to the yeah. point where, you know, she's, she's sitting there going, well, why did my parents rake all this money in? But me, and I didn't I did get it. anything. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. it is. It, I, this is what I believe. I do believe it's a money grab. Yeah. And who knows? I, th I don't think any of us will ever fully know. No, of course Unless some we'll never weird, know. like, crazy thing happens where the dad on the deathbed, like, speaks the truth. You know? Like, who knows? No, who that, knows? Won't, that won't happen. You never know. You never know. But that will not happen. Ernesto's calling it out, guys. Crazy will always stay crazy, and they'll stay silent if they can. He yeah. doesn't want to come back. He he won't. Yeah. Yeah. The the you know, deathbed conf confession is very rare, very rare. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm like fuck all y'all. I'm taking it to the grave, honey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna leave all my dirty secrets. No way. Um, another one that I wanted to talk about, and you know, we had briefly kind of spoke on this, Ernesto, and you kind of had no idea about this case. And this was the Chris Watts case. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and, I have no idea. I still yeah. don't know who that is. Yeah, so Chris Watts was a married man. He had a wife who was pregnant and had two daughters. I believe they were three and four years old or, yeah, three and four or four and five. And the wife's name was Shannon. And he murdered all of them in cold blood because he was with someone else. They found out later on. Yeah. That is so crazy to me. Like, there's one thing with wanting to be with someone else. Like, cheat on your husband or wife or whoever. Like, what? that's one thing. That's bad enough. But, like, right. to murder them and to murder your children because of that, that's, like, psychotic to me. Yeah. No, I, 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 I can't even imagine. I don't know what, what the mindset is. Um, and uh, but did this guy, um, was he convicted? He was, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he, like, initially, he was the one that called the cops. Mm -hmm. And they came to the house, and he pretended like he had no idea what happened. He just pretended like it was nothing. He was like, I'm so worried about my family. I don't know where they're at. And then got convicted later. And he looks like your average, like, American man. Like, not a bad-looking guy. Had a really pretty wife, beautiful children, and this was the turnout, which I think is crazy. And this happened back, I want to say, 2013, I want to say. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, um, I, I, yeah, that's just something I've, I've never actually heard this story. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Really it's 2018. Think- 2013. Yeah. It was in Colorado. He was an oil field operator. Yeah. Oh, well, Colorado yeah. people are crazy. So, yeah. He buried Shannon in a shallow grave near an oil storage facility, I, I, which I believe is by his work. And then he dumped his children's body into oil tanks. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And then he was arrested on August 15th after he confessed to murdering Shannon in an interview with detectives. Then he later admitted to murdering his children. So crazy. This is only four years ago. Yeah. Five years ago. Yeah. Yeah, And he got um, five life sentences, I believe. Uh, Three, yeah. Yeah. Because of the unborn baby. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I um I do know somebody who actually um uh, there was one of you know one of the kids that I was um well they were kids like the, when I was in the youth groups that uh, mm-hmm. for the YMCA uh one of the girls who was a part of the program once she you know she got out she didn't marry this guy but they were dating and they moved in together and I'd say I think she was nineteen uh, when I found out that he had stabbed her to death. Mm. he had stabbed her to death in their home and then took his own life. And that, that was crazy because I knew this girl, she was the sweetest, sweetest girl in the world. She was just a, you know, and I just, I, I don't understand how one, you end up with somebody who's, I, you know, I don't know if that was, that's the thing. It's so scary that you really can't, sometimes you just can't tell when somebody is at that, that kind point. of person that yeah. well that one that kind of person and two just yeah uh, w- you know what pushed him to to go that far yeah 
to but go I, that far. I feel like when it comes to a lot of things like that, they use that term act of passion. You know, it's like you wouldn't normally think like, oh, I'd kill someone. But what's what gets someone to that breaking point to where they do that? You know, a lot of times it's like, oh, I got laid off from work or, you know, my wife found out that I was cheating on her or, you know, something crazy or severe that like switches your brain to the psychosis of where you just can't handle your shit anymore. And I guess none of us have ever really experienced that to the point where most people don't experience that. Yeah, exactly. So it's like what gets that person to that point where they feel like they could do something like that. I don't know. I don't know. You know. I can't I can't I can't even imagine what Yeah. what um you know what what some of the you know what what somebody's breaking point is. Yeah, exactly. I um you guys know I I used to live in Utah pretty much my whole like earlier life and there was a lesbian couple that um they were together for quite some time they were in a car on the freeway and they got into an argument and i believe it was over cheating or talking to someone else or something like that and the one girlfriend stabbed her other girlfriend in the car over like 50 something times and it caught yes in the car and it caused the car obviously because she was driving to like crash Wait, so and the girl who was the passenger was the one that was doing the stabbing? No, the one that was <laughs> Yeah, yes, you're right. Yes, the one that was in the passenger was stabbing the girl that was driving. Oh yeah, and... so at that point she just already was done. Yeah. At that point, if you're if you get to even, the point where But even though they got into a car accident, the girl that was stabbing still ended up living. Which I think is crazy. And again, they called it an act of passion. Which I think is like the stupidest term. Like passion should be like magical and like passion. Like you're so passionate about something. Not not with murder. Not with no, not at all. No, it that's shouldn't be not... called a crime of passion. I think that's ridiculous. Right. Um, I don't but I don't know if that actually I mean, does that reduce the sentence because it was a crime of passion? I don't I don't no. know. No. No. It doesn't. It's just a term that I think shouldn't be used anymore, which makes me sick, but I don't know. It is what it is, but yeah. it's, it's just scary because you feel like you don't know who anyone is anymore because, you know, you see all of these, like even social media stars. There was one where this social media star, she was really big. I don't remember her name, but she killed her boyfriend. And she was huge on like TikTok and Instagram and she literally murdered her boyfriend. Yeah. And now she's now she's awaiting trial. Uh well but it's there was like you, you see these couples on social media and they look like they're doing so well, but in reality they're struggling. Well, even celebrities. I mean, not just social media stars, yes. celebrities. I mean, look at what happened every like, that there's still that whole thing that uh what was that one guy? Um that one story about the the woman who drowned in the, uh, uh, when they were on a um, on a yacht. Oh, I don't know. And then uh, it was like they were at a they had a they had something. It was oh geez, I can't remember the name of the actor. It's an old old actor. It wasn't Redford. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Robert Redford. It was somebody else. Uh, that was an old story. I'll have to I'll, I'll look that up in a sec. But then there was also the one girl. Um, it just weird, just weird things where. Uh, there's that one actress. She was on the show Smallville in the 
Oh, I remember Early Smallville. 2000s, the, the blonde. Yes. Where yes. she was also. Oh, the short hair one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. She was in, you know, she's been, she's in prison now because she was a participant in a, in a cult. She was a participant in a cult. And I remember that. I'm looking it up now. Chloe. Yes, I remember that. What was her name? Chloe. That was her name of the show, right? Was it Chloe in the show? Or that was her. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh... Now I'm looking it up. (laughs) We're trying to figure it out. Chloe Sullivan's. That was Allison Mack, right? Allison Mack. Allison Mack. Yes. Allison Mack was her name. And yes. yeah, she was a part of uh, a, a sex She, she was only sentenced to three years, though. Oh, yeah. Member of the cult-like group, NXIVM. NXIVM, yeah. Jeez, I can't remember yeah. the name of it. Sentenced to three years in prison. Ooh, interesting. And a $20,000 fine. So what was that all about? Um, well, yeah. Uh, what was the name of the guy that she, uh, the guy who was. Racketeering charges. Racketeering conspiracy. Oh, wow. I remember hearing something briefly about that, but I didn't really fully know. She was an essential accomplice. That's yeah. what they're quoting it. She was willing and a proactive ally. Rainier. That was the person, Rainier. Rainier? Rainier. And R-A-N-I-E-R-E. Is it Renoir? I don't know. Maybe. maybe. It might I don't be. Know. I'm not sure. Yeah, but that was that was that was nuts. That was crazy. Um, but there was that yeah. one. Let me see if I could find that one. Who? The one that died uh, on the yacht. Oh. I'm trying to think of that one that was on social media. It was, um, she was a blonde girl. I can't think of her name. I need to try and look it up. Natalie Wood. That was her name. Oh. Natalie Wood. Because, uh, it was, yeah, that was the whole, uh, and who was the, who was the actor? It was somebody, uh, Robert Wagner. That's who it was. Oh, okay. You know, Robert Wagner. Yeah, Robert Wagner. Yeah, the whole story was the fact that, that she fell in and nobody noticed and she drowned um but it's like it was very mysterious as far as what happened it's like they went like it wasn't just her that was out there it wasn't just them two it was like other people christopher yeah. walken was on the on the oh, yacht Jesus. at the same time and it was like so there was just a uh that that's been a that's been a mystery where everybody do people do believe that robert wagner did you know yeah. uh he did take her life so you never know you don't I feel like i feel like when you are you know an actor or actress, mostly actor, but like high up or whoever, like it's so much easier for you. You could pay people off like like nobody's business. Yeah. It's easier to get get away with stuff when you're rich or you're famous. It is. It is. It, it is scary. You know, there are a lot of conspiracy theorists out there going out about the people who have others who have who have died in the, you know. Uh, other celebrities who have died who that you know people say oh well they were trying to they were trying to speak up they were trying to speak out against what's going on uh yes. in 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 hollywood and i yeah. i don't know how much i believe that but i mean some of it is is pretty curious as far as how people died 
You know, yeah. there are, Did of course, have... there are accidents that are just obviously clear accidents, like what happened of to course. Anton Yelchin. Uh, what happened to him? Do you remember who that guy is? Anton no. Yelchin. He was the one. Uh-uh. He was a really, he was a young up and coming actor. He was in uh, the new Star Wars, mo- Star Trek movies. Okay. He was Chekhov in Star Trek. He was a really well, I haven't good, seen those, so. good looking kid. <laughs> uh, if you look up Anton Yelchin, you might actually recognize who, who it is, but uh, he was leaving his home. And he opened, he was going to open up his gate, but he lived in a, in the Hollywood Hills, I believe. And, um, his car rolled back and pinned him against his, 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 his gate. Uh, and yeah, he, he died from the injuries that he sustained from that because he didn't set his, he didn't put his car in, he didn't secure it. He didn't make sure it was in park. So he was just gonna, you know, he was, oh, he was going to open up his gate, got out of his car, um, And yeah, and it, so tragic. And it was just horrible. It was a horrible. It was a horrible story to hear about. You know. Yeah. It's like what you do you think? Uh, because we're getting a lot of, I'm seeing a lot of conflicted thoughts and ideas about Kirstie Alley, and you know oh. the fact that she uh, she died of a sudden. It was sudden. It was quick because it, apparently she did not want to uh, go through any kind of treatment, treatment. for her cancer. Isn't that crazy? We were just talking about her too. Life, I know, which I think is funny because we we were talk. I did like a, a live one night, and we were talking about like movies and actors and actresses, and she was brought up. Mm-hmm. And then it was the next day, and she died. Yeah, it's crazy. Right. I don't know. I don't know though. She was seventy one. Yeah. I mean, she was a little older. You know. She but... was a bit of a, a, a anti. She was an anti vaxxer. Yeah. She was an anti vaxxer. Yeah. She was a, a Scientologist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so a lot of people were just like, they were pretty indifferent about her passing, you know? Well, what are they saying um, that you've seen? That they're, they either, uh, I've seen a people, uh, I've seen a few people say that they were happy that she was mm-hmm. gone because of all the, all the misinformation she was spreading about, you know, the, the COVID vaccines and COVID in general. Yeah. yeah. She was just spreading a lot of misinformation on, on, on social media about, uh, COVID and how she didn't believe it was an actual thing. She was part of the comp- conspiracy, the people who thought that. Um, yeah. Other people are just, they just remember her as the as an actor and, you know, the mm-hmm. the roles that she did and everything. Um, so, and then I see, see and that's, that are like, that's like, how, that's how I have to remember her by was because, you know, we were talking about that movie, It Takes Two mm-hmm. with Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. That was one of my first movies I've seen with her, and I loved her in that. She was like a mom, you know what I mean, like a mom character. But yeah, the whole anti-vax thing and things like that is—it's a little too much for me, you know. Yeah. And again, I—I I never wish death on anyone, and it's always sad when someone passes. But she was seventy-one, right? You know, it's—it's yeah. it's harder for me when I see someone who's like 35, 45, like even fifty-five. But it's like. You get over like 65 and it's like, yeah. you know, shit happens. Like if I can make it past 65, I'm going to be fucking grateful. Like it is what it is. Yeah. I've only got a couple of years before I hit that anyway. So I'm good. Yeah. You, you know, know, I'll be 65 in, in, in like a, what next month. Yeah. And oh. then when Ernesto's time, it's like, all right, peace out, bro. Like, I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, you didn't help me edit any of these podcasts. What am I right. going to do? <laughs> Where's my intro, bro? Send it from the grave. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no, you have to, you're gonna have to have a seance just to uh to get every intro moving Bring forward back. I'm like give me all of your intros please Ernesto 
<laughs> light up, light all my candles. Oh my god. No, but it brings me back to that show. And I don't know if you ever watched the show, um, Ray Donovan. I didn't. I heard it was you good. Didn't. I didn't. Okay. It's really, really good, but he is known as the fixer. Yeah. So he takes care of any problems that really big celebrities have in, you know, that kind of world. Mm-hmm. So there was like one episode where this actor, you know, woke up and he had like had sex with this model or whoever, and she was dead in his bed when he woke up. Yeah. So then he calls Ray Donovan and then Ray comes and like, you know, makes get first of all, gets rid of the body and Jeez. helps him take care of the whole entire situation, mm-hmm. which I think is crazy. And I do think that there are people like that in the industry. Oh, I, I can't, I can't, well, I can't imagine that there isn't. I can't imagine that there yeah. isn't people, somebody who's sitting there. I mean, even, even just people who are in PR, there, yeah. there are some skeezy people in PR that will try to do oh, yeah. anything and everything to avoid, uh, you know, any kind of contro- controversy, like they say in, you know, across the pond. Controversy. Con- controversy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So <laughs> they were, uh, you know, so they, yeah, there are people, I mean, just in PR. So I can't even imagine there's the, the, the people who don't, no, who I you don't it. know. Imagine the people yeah. you don't know. Like there was that one guy in, uh, what about uh, a Pulp Fiction? Oh, Remember yeah. in Pulp Fiction, there was the wolf. Yeah. I think it was the wolf. Yeah. The wolf. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine there are not people like that for the mob and for you know. Oh yeah. Some yeah. cunning people for, who would for the rich, the famous, and the powerful, baby. Mm-hmm. I've been saying that for the longest time. Right. Money talks, and when you have money, you can literally do anything. I'm going to switch the topic a little bit. We're still going to stick with like famous people, but I have a question. It just like popped into my brain. There's this whole conspiracy theory about how the rich, the famous and the powerful have these underground tunnels in case shit hits the fan. Do you believe in that? or No, no? you don't. There are underground tunnels, but they weren't designed specifically for the rich and famous. There are just there. It's just that they have they will have access to it. That's the mm-hmm. bottom line. They weren't designed yeah. specifically for there. I mean, just like anything else. I mean, most of no, I most major metropolitan for them, but like major I major think... metropolitan cities all have these kinds of tunnels. That's just that's just how it is. And because I heard there were like lots under the airport, and they were for like initially for presidents and you know stuff like that. But mm-hmm. then the powerful, the elite, would be able to use those in case they needed to evacuate or whatever. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean, they're gonna there there are. Yeah. There are so many different, probably like panic rooms or or bunkers mm-hmm. that people that people who are, like us will never have access to. Yeah, they'll never have access to just because we just don't have that kind of money. Yeah. So yeah, it's those are things that are for like the one percent. The one percent will have access to that, even if they don't yeah. even. Some of them may not even know that it's there, but they will if anything actually if. happens. Yeah. If the it's fit like, hits the sham, sorry, bitch, then yes. you're not you're not worth five billion dollars. You don't have access, honey. You ain't getting in the club. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Did you hear? And uh, yeah, again, now we're switching to a different topic. That they yeah. finally came up. They struck a deal to start that bullet train from Vegas to Los Angeles and back forth. Shut up. I think a $3 billion deal. Sign me up. There is something that I love that I think is so nostalgic about trains. Mm -hmm. I love trains. 
I love trains because even though it takes you longer to get from point A to point B, it's more of the experience. No, and I this like is different though because it would take less than it would be to drive. It would but take about an hour and a half, uh, according to what they're what they're saying. That it would mm -hmm. take about an hour and a half to get from Los Angeles to Las Vegas on this train. Oh shit! Can you Sign imagine? And I'll feel safer because I'm on the ground. You're on the ground as opposed to being yes. in the air, you know? Yes. Sign me up. And yeah, sign me up. So I used to take, um, when I lived in Utah, my, my parents at the time lived in Sacramento. Yeah. I used to take the Amtrak. Mm -hmm. And the Amtrak from Salt Lake City, it was downtown Salt Lake City to Sacramento would take me 14 hours. But I enjoyed it. Yeah. I was by well, myself. You don't have to drive. You're not yes. worried about it. It's just, yeah, it's a peaceful I ride. Was, you I know? was watching movies. They had a bar on there. You could get food. You could nap if people. you want. You could, you could sleep. Yeah. yeah. It was like a little mini vacation in its own. And it was less than half the price. Right. So when I was like, you know, 18, 19 year old broke as a joke, like that was great for me. It was like, oh, $40 like sign me up yeah. you know well I, I you know I, I have a, a a wedding to go to like in Nashville yeah uh and I'm like the flights to Nashville are like really expensive I'm like you know what if I take an additional day off just to see how much it is to take a train I will do yeah. that instead but it's fun because you also get the experience. I saw so many cool different views and animals, and it was an experience. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I like train rides anyway. I've taken the train. I've taken the train up to, you know, up north before. Yeah. It's fun, yeah. And, I mean, the Grand Central, I love Grand Central. Well, not Grand Central, but you know what I mean. The, like, what's yeah. it called uh, in L.A.? It's not. It's definitely not Grand Central. But, yeah, no, the station up here, Union, Union yeah. Station. Union, Union Square. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I I like Union, so it's you know it's really nice. It's right next to uh, Cesar Chavez and the uh, yeah all the way out all that out there, which is also nice to see, which I love going to visit. So yeah. I would have no problem with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready I'm, for a train I'm good right with now. Trains. I really want to go on a train in Europe because you know there's a lot of obviously different places in Europe, and you can either take a plane to certain places but most of the time it's you by train you have to take trains yes and I'm like oh I would love to take a train in Europe it seems like a fucking dream like right. I would love that because yeah. I want to see Rome I want to see Amsterdam you know all of those places and yeah I'll go by train yeah I, I yeah I would love that it would be fun and again yeah it's it's less expensive it's the and it's the experience and it is an experience you know a lot of people but that's the thing is that um you have to actually be able to afford the time to do that. Some people don't yes. have that time. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. that. That's especially especially if you're doing it in Europe. I mean, I've already said this in general. If I go to Europe, it has to be two weeks tops mm -hmm. to see everything. And I feel like that's not even going to be enough. That's not going to be enough. Exactly. You know, but tops like two weeks. I went to Jamaica and I was there for 10 days and that didn't even seem like enough. And right. that was just Jamaica. So Europe, you need at least two weeks to a month tops to see everything and experience everything well you need a little more time you know especially you know if you want to convince a certain amount of jamaicans to you know to part to party on it's true <laughs> i had so much fun in jamaica jamaica was a blast everyone was so nice but i stayed at an all-inclusive resort when i was in jamaica and i became friends with this one guy his name was chris and he 
worked in the piano bar. Everywhere else was popping. It was like a nightclub. It was like, you know, they were doing like shows in the theater and all this kind of stuff. But there was this one piano room and there was only one bartender and it was always Chris. And it was really close to my room and it was very peaceful and quiet and small. Yeah. So I liked going there at the end of my night to just kind of unwind. I talked to Chris because I'm also very much a people person. Mm -hmm. And he would teach me about everything, where to go, the type of people, you know, how Jamaica kind of worked with like their politics. And we would get into these really deep conversations. And he told me that you can't be gay in Jamaica. They'll kill you. Oh, wow. They'll kill you. Yeah. If you're on the street and, you know, you're actively acting, quote unquote, gay, whatever that means, um, they will kill you. So he said that when you work in um, like the actual resorts and things like that, inside the resorts, you're safe. But if you go into the streets and you act that way, they will kill you. Jamaica is no bueno. Yeah, it's no joke. And it's kind of scary. And, you know, we only left the resort if we were going with a group. We went swimming with dolphins. There was like a waterfall thing. There's like different slides and stuff you could do. But he was like, listen, if you go with someone who is Jamaican, like you will be safe. But if you maneuver outside of that and you just go alone, you're in danger. So he like expressed all this stuff to me and I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. Yeah. But I can't imagine living somewhere like we think it's hard here, you know, even to be yourself. And, you know, we get Karens and we get racism and we get all this kind of stuff. But imagine these other countries where it's like you can never show who you are initially. Nope. You can never fully be your authentic self because you will be murdered. Exactly. Yeah, Russians. I mean, remember there were there were times. What uh, what's his name said that there was there is no there is no gay people in Russia. Russia gay gay yeah, doesn't okay. exist. Okay, that's what you like to think. Right. <laughs> Good yeah. luck with that, buddy. Everyone's just holding it in. Like that's the bottom line. Because yeah, I I mean I I get into conversations well, all right, and I listen to conversations where people will sit there and you know asking the questions like is you know is being gay immoral. And what it is, and then people will sit there and go, "Well, yeah, no, we have more people that are gay now because it's so, it, it, it's so more easy." It's, it's, no, no, that's not what they say. They oh. say it's they there are more gay people now because people are, uh, because young people are indoctrinated now. No, no, you know, because you know, of course you're not born gay to them. You're not born gay. Mm. You just you you're convinced at a certain age that you're gay. And it's no. like, no, it's just people are more comfortable being who they are now. Yes. That's the bottom line. Yeah. There were just as many, there's just as many gay people when, you know, it wasn't uh, as as accepted as it is now. They just yeah. didn't come out. Yeah, it some wasn't people, socially accepted at the time. Some people, they, they, they die before they can come out, you know? Mm-hmm. And some people actually live a heterosexual life their whole life. They live with a the family their whole, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just, I mean, look at already, I mean, not just, just gay, but trans as well. Mm-hmm. Bruce Jenner, it took how many years before Bruce could actually come out as as trans? Mm-hmm. I mean, how old, How wh- at what age was, was, was Caitlyn when she trans, when she came out? Yeah, she was older, a lot older. She was in her 60s. Yeah. So it's like, yes, people are still, yeah, are not comfortable. Some people do not. I mean, they could live to be 90 and never come out because they're just afraid of 
how people are going to think, you know, that's just how, how it is. And fortunately it's not getting to that, it's, it's getting to the point where people are comfortable with coming out. It's just still, there is still that fear because of what's going on in this world, especially well, in this yeah. country, at least this world is even worse, but in the country. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. It's a sad reality and it sucks that in other countries it's worse than ours. Yeah. So. If you think we have a bad, there are other countries that have it worse. Right. And I uh, look what happened. I mean, I mean, now going back to the original topic, I mean, um, uh, Dahmer, look at what happened yeah. with 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 yes. Dahmer and, 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 yeah. and all of that. Just the fact that he was he was targeting young boys. Young. Yeah. Young gay men. Yeah. 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 But nobody yeah. knew. Yeah. Nobody knew. Yeah. And that was the thing is like women would find him attractive and like yeah. kind of like nerdy and witty and all this kind of stuff. And little do they know, like in that age, like you were lucky to be a female because you weren't a target. <laughs> yeah, you were lucky at that point with him, at least with him. Yeah. With him. Women aren't safe nowadays. Women are safe but... <laughs> at all now. Exactly. But with him. Yeah, you didn't have but to worry Tomer, about girl, you were good. Like Jesus. But that's that's so scary to think about. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. And, um, you know, there's just a lot of scary things happening in this world. But, but it's and I think that's also why people do go to the point where they do go like, um, again, going back to these crimes of passions and things Passion. like that. Mm -hmm. It's just um, we don't know what people's breaking points are. We don't yeah. know because I think and I think everyone has a breaking point, but I don't know if anybody it, I don't know if everybody will act on that breaking point the way these people did. Right. These people who but then you also quote unquote crimes of passion. But then you also have to add certain factors, right? So for example, you can add, you know, bipolar disorder. You can add, you know, maybe someone has schizophrenia that maybe they don't know about or depression, or you can add um alcohol or certain drugs you know that can intensify these already triggered emotions mm -hmm. or feelings and there are people that naturally just have more anger issues maybe you find a man like you think about men and women men have more testosterone in their body right why do you why do you think men punch holes in walls when they lose a game or like you know what i mean like men typically have more triggers than women do but going back to that lesbian couple, like it doesn't matter. No, like, it doesn't it can matter. It can, it happen, can happen with, with anyone. It can happen with anyone. Yeah. Everyone has a breaking point. It's like, but when do you personally get to that breaking point? And if you do, do you know how to health, like in a healthy way, handle it? No. See, the thing is that I did have, I, I, I did have a bit. I had a temper when I was younger. I did have yeah. a temper when I was a kid, up to maybe you know, my. Very early 20s, very early 20s. Yeah. I did have a temper. Now I don't. I don't get upset. I don't get angry anymore. But I've been able to, I've learned how to control and taper it. You know, I learned yeah. how to be able to harness it into something intangible and then release it, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. Not many people can do that still to this day. I mean, I don't know very I many agree. people can do that uh, as well as I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, but even me, I, I'm sure that there is. I don't know what that breaking point is. I hope I never find out what that breaking point is. But I'm yeah. sure it's there. I'm sure it's there. Everybody, there's every every single person in this entire world has a breaking point. Fortunately for most, not everybody's going to actually find to 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 to, to see what that to get to that breaking point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 
And I feel like I've been, I've hit rock bottom. I've hit breaking points and things like that. But for me, it's never been violence. It's never even been like, I've never even like punched a wall. Like I've literally stubbed my toe and I've like hit the wall. And I'm like, you fucking idiot. Like I literally am talking to a wall. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I could never, I've never in my life, um, even physically hit a friend, a partner, um, anyone. I've never laid hands on anyone except people that like were not my friends or family but like that's a different story but no I've never even laid a hand on anyone I'm the type of girl that's gonna like scream into a pillow or like go to a mountainside and scream off the top of the mountain like that's kind of my outlet I would never get to the point where I could physically harm someone that meant something to me or I cared about you know yeah it's just it's not gonna happen yeah but again we never know those breaking points. No, we don't. Uh, and yeah. f- and hopefully we never will find out with many people. Yeah. But I think that there's outlets too. And I think there's so many people who are undiagnosed with so many different things and they don't take the right steps to be in therapy or to, you know, have family members or loved ones that are actually willing to help them. They're shunned out. And, and then again, you add substances, alcohol, drugs, or whatever it may be to that situation or to that person. And it's just a means for chaos. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, good talk, Ernesto. I liked this conversation. I hated um, it. Can we start over? <laughs> okay, guys, we're going to redo this. You guys get a two-part today. Please hold. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, I love you, Ernesto. Thanks for hanging out with me. And thank you guys so much for hanging out with me on this Monday. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Have the best time. It's almost the holidays, Ernesto. Can I you know. believe that? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. So, it's it's just we almost there. We're almost at the end of the year before we actually have like um uh we have we've discussed it. We're gonna have it we're gonna have a podcast where we do a recap on a you know, just our some yes. of the favorite favorite moments of the year so far. Or no yes. of not so far, just our favorite moments of the year in general, yes. not so far. Just I mean it's been a whole yes. year. So uh if you guys actually have a favorite moment or something that you remember, you can or always a favorite episode. A favorite episode, a favorite moment, yeah. anything like that. Yeah, please reach out to us and let us know. You know you can always reach out to us through the uh, hotline. You can call us or text us at any point at any time and just let us know what your favorite moments are. Uh, Even if it's a moment from this particular episode. Yeah, please share with us what your favorite moments are. And then we will be discussing that. So you can reach out to us on the hotline. That number is 310-494-6811. 310-494-6811. You can also reach us on any of our socials, our private socials, and everything is on the website. You can go to hotmesspodcast.com. If you want to send us an anonymous message, you can go there as well. Scroll down to the bottom and there is an anonymous box where you can actually just enter whatever you want to enter in there. We will have no idea who you are. So if you want to just send us critiques or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. just send them to us. Just let us know. And um, if you want to just complain about the fact that you can hear Monica sucking on a straw and swishing around her her straw in a cup, then you're more than welcome to do that. It's Carter's straw. I couldn't find one, you guys. Collect. It's like some little. She's spiral. got a spiral straw in her cup right now, and it's just. I'm slurping my coffee, like. Yeah. So. It's hard to like suck up. That's what she said. Um. So. Yeah, you could definitely just uh, hit us up there. Again, our private socials are also on there. You could reach us there. Uh, I think that's where my brother found you. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Did he say he, he did. found it on the website? Yep. Okay. See. So yeah. Yep. I mean. Yeah. yeah. 
she we were she was on a live today and i get in there and i see that my brother's messaging her i'm like how did he oh he probably found her on but the then website. he was asking me about the cat because he had a cat that he found oh he had a cat that he found i didn't know he, he yeah and then i reposted yet. it to try and find a home for the cat yeah which but one the orange it's like an orange little tabby i think yeah yeah oh that was him so if anyone wants a cat, let me know. Wait, 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 wait. He was the one that sent you a message about the orange tabby? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. It was my brother that sent you the message. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did he have an orange tabby? No. He didn't? Um, well, I don't know if he found it. He, he didn't message me about it. Oh. Oh, yeah, he messaged me. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I'm the favorite. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that was a good... He was good. Well, I mean, you have more followers than I do, so you'd probably get the voice out. You, you, you'd, you'd get the word out. Um, more than I would either way. It's so. nothing to do with followers. It's all about the looks and that's okay. I'm a girl and you're a boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you kept, you kept talking about your flopping, your boobs flopping out on live today. You just kept going I on about in, that. I was in my robe and I was like, oh, dear God, if one of my nipples slipped today, guys, like uh-huh. I'm in a whole heap of trouble. But I didn't want to put like on a hoodie or anything yet because I wanted to do my makeup first. Right. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I, hey, I, I'm just <laughs> repeating what you said. Yeah. Uh, Don't you wish you could record my my live? That'd be great. Well, I mean, you have a recording of it. Yeah, I do. I so. never go back and listen again because I get embarrassed. Right. You're like, did I actually say that? No. Um, <laughs> did I talk about my titties flopping around? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the uh, yeah. So yeah, that's how you can reach us. That's where we were going, and we just went off on a tangent yeah. again. But right. yeah, you can reach us there. Um, and yeah, just let us know what you think, please. You're always welcome to 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 either critique on us or or send us we, we always accept the love also when you send us compliments mm-hmm. we can always ernesto especially he likes all the compliments i love the compliments oh ernesto your beard is so salt and pepper i love it <laughs> that's the best ernesto your nose is shaped like a crescent moon <laughs> a crescent moon all right i'm done you guys I'm done <laughs> We love you guys. Thank you so much for joining in for another Monday. We hope you guys enjoyed the rest of your week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next week. Bye. Doing that thing you do. Breaking my heart into a million pieces. Like you always do. Funny how people are so quick to tell you McDonald's is unhealthy. Like, what about the relationship you're in, McStupid? Oh my god, you're older than 30. That's so old. Bitch, I look younger than you. The fuck are you doing wrong? The fuck? Obvious, uh, Lee. What is clear, uh, that our view is, uh, we don't support that view. Oh my god, it's raining! You have imposter syndrome? Don't you think that's a little presumptuous? I'm pretty sure your accomplishments actually need to matter for that to be true. This message is for Ernesto. I wanted to leave a voicemail but am too shy to reveal who I am. I have been listening to the podcast since the beginning and I am not ashamed to say I have had some impure thoughts while hearing your voice. You have no idea the things I would let you do to me. I am quite flexible and my appetite is insatiable. 
there are things that this voice-to-text translator wouldn't even allow me to say because it is illegal in 43 states and Guam. Just know that if I were to have randomly met you that it would be so on. Maybe I will muster up the courage to introduce myself to you. Until then. Keep pumping out that sexy voice into my ear holes.